There's a new music business for the 21st century, and now is the best time ever to be in the music business. Because of the new music business, the artist is in charge. My name's Rick Barker, and I've been blessed to make a living in the music business for almost 30 years. I'm a personal manager, author, speaker. Many know me as the manager who launched the career of Taylor Swift. But what I'm most proud of are the thousands of artists from around the world that I manage daily and help navigate this crazy business. This podcast is designed to keep you up to date with the changes in the business and to give you the mindset, tools, and resources that you need to succeed. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. This week was uh, really hard to stay focused on a podcast episode. I have, at the, t- at the recording of this, it's the week that Kobe Bryant, his daughter, passed away, and the world has just been at a different place. I've been in a different place. A lot of people experiencing various stages of emotion. And I started thinking with him being 41 years old, I'm like, oh my goodness. It's like, how many times do we put off uh, to, until tomorrow what we could really get done today? And I started thinking about that. I started thinking about you know, him being a father and his daughter passing with him. I started thinking about the family. I mean, there was just a lot of emotions that were going on. And it just, once again, the the feeling that I kept getting over and over again is gratitude that I'm able to do what it is that I do. You know, I get a lot of questions from a lot of artists and a lot of what they're asking, uh, they could just easily be doing themselves. A lot of what they're asking is for permission, you know, for someone to validate that they're good enough. My, my response is just go out and do it. You know, right now, let's just stop making excuses on why we can't and start thinking about why we can. Watching the Grammys, seeing uh, Billie Eilish and her brother, uh, Phineas, win the award. I mean, this is a record that was produced in their room at their house. He's, he made a, he was the producer of the year and he doesn't work in a studio. He just creates on his laptop. So there's so many things that we can do now. Uh, we just need to stop making excuses, myself included. I'm not excluding myself from this at all. So, uh, what I did was I had opened up now that I'm utilizing anchor as my hosting platform, is I have the ability now to get questions from you. So what I would like to do in this episode of the podcast is feature a couple of you. And in the future, if you would like to possibly be featured on the podcast, just go to rickbarker.com, click on the podcast link, and you can uh, leave a message. You'll also be able to leave a message in the show notes here. So I appreciate you, and let's jump right into the questions. Hi, Rick. It's um, Hugh from Zephyr Hill Music in the UK. Um, I'm a songwriter rather than an artist, but um, obviously I I aim to be working with artists regularly. Um, I just wondered if you had any advice on how to promote myself better and find even more people to write with. Thanks for your time. Cheers. Hugh, that's a fantastic question. I think one of the things I would say to you first is don't look at social media and getting yourself out there as always having to promote. This is a great place to go in and build relationships. So for a songwriter, what I would do is I would take a look at who and in what style are you writing. I would go to YouTube and I would start typing in that artist and covers. For example, if you're writing like Maroon 5, I'm just using that as an example, I would type in Maroon 5 covers and it's going to give you a list of the most popular artists that are doing Maroon 5 covers. 
So then I would go to each of those pages and I would start listening to their music, see if they have original music, see if they're just a cover artist, do a little bit more research, go out and see what they're doing on Instagram, what they're doing to promote their music. And if you feel that they would make a good fit for someone to possibly co-write with or cut songs that you currently have, that's when the relationship starts. Part, part starts. So the first step is you need to become a detective. Second step is you need to then go into the relationship building mode. The thing I like to do is I would start going and leaving comments, positive comments on their post, on their YouTube channel, not yet mentioning that you're a songwriter, but I would just say something more than great job. And then if they respond back to me, that now gives you permission to take this to the next step in the relationship. And now you're able to go in and start going, hey, I'm a, I'm a songwriter from the UK. I really dig what you're doing. Uh, do you ever look for outside songs or are you ever looking to collaborate? And then that's how I would start the process. So I would go out. I would start sharing your music too. Let people hear it. Even if you want to create a private uh, SoundCloud page that you can send people to as a link in order to hear your stuff if you don't want it really out there. But go ahead and start getting your stuff out there. Uh, the one word of warning that I'll give to a lot of songwriters who only want to be songwriters is if your vocals are just okay, hire yourself a singer to sing your demos for you and do the vocals for you so that you can compete. And what we're competing for, guys, is not just radio airplay and things like that. We're also competing for ears. You know, So you need your stuff to stand out and hopefully stand out for the right reason. So, Hugh, I hope that has helped. Thank you so much for your question, and I look forward to to uh, hearing how that goes. Hey, Rick. Thanks so much for all your investment, man. It's been awesome. Quick question. What would you suggest regarding repeating set lists on Instagram and Facebook Lives versus completely new sets when I'm going live every night? So if I do a 30-minute set each night, I would need probably over two hours of new music each week to prevent repeats. So how often would you recommend repeating sets while still engaging fans who hop on more consistently and watch the lives. Derek, thank you so much for the question. And actually, Derek brought this question up the other night. He's one of my management clients, and we thought it would be great for the podcast. So here's the thing we need to understand when you're doing Instagram Lives or Facebook Lives, which first off, all of you should be doing them. If you're not utilizing that platform, do, okay? Uh, it, it gives you the chance to be in front of the world every single day. So what I instruct is mix it up a little bit, but give them your best stuff. Not everyone's going to watch every single one of them. Maybe mix the set list up. If you start with song one, two, three, and four, maybe on the next time you do it, start with song three. Make sure that you're giving them your best stuff because it's so hard just to get their attention the first time. So once you get their attention, you want to really make sure that you can keep their attention. You want to make sure you're giving them your best stuff. Plus, People need to hear things over and over again, and we can't trust that they're going to necessarily hear it someplace else. So we want to make sure if we're controlling the conversation, we want to give them what they control. So also to be careful doing covers when you're doing Instagram lives and Facebook lives. Uh, There's certain publishers still that will mute your Facebook live if you use music without their permission. YouTube's a whole different story. Do covers all you want over there. But I think Facebook and Instagram Live is an opportunity for you to show you're an original artist. I think it's a way for you to tell your stories behind the songs. I think it's a way for you to get feedback from your fans. So I would mix the set list up. 
but I would take, you know, eight or 10 songs, do three or four each time. You don't want your lives in the beginning to be real long anyway. Another hint when it comes to lives is imagine that people are already there. Just start right into your music to give the platform a chance to go locate some folks for you. And then once they get there, the next song, hey, how you doing? I'm Derek. Welcome. Uh, hey, Rick, how you doing? Good. Tommy, what's up? Melissa, great to see you. Okay, here's blank. Boom, you go right into your next song. Now we're getting some outcome. Ask people questions. Where are you from? Once they start doing comments, Facebook's going to go, oh, wow, there's some activity going on here. Let me go open this up to some more people. So really understanding the platforms, I think, super key. If you guys would like to know more, I have a whole free presentation. Uh, just go to www.socialmediaformusic.com. That's socialmediaformusic.com. We're going to cover uh, how to find engaged fans, what platforms you should be on, uh, automation, you know, how to get these things scheduled so you don't have to spend all day on socials, and uh, how to monetize your live stream. So if that interests you, once again, go to socialmediaformusic.com. Derek, thank you for the question. If you'd like to present a question, Guess what? That link is in the show notes as well. Just go to rickbarker.com forward slash podcast. All right. Thank you, guys. You've been awesome. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for your understanding. Call someone today that you haven't talked to in a while and tell them that you love them because, unfortunately, we don't know if there will be tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast and thank you for the question. As you see, there is no one-size-fits-all model with the music business, so I do appreciate that. To help you figure out where you are and where you want to get to, head on over to the website, rickparker.com, and take the Are You Ready for a Manager assessment. While you're there, you can also click on the podcast link and leave a message. And who knows, maybe you'll be featured in an upcoming episode. If you know someone who can benefit from this, I would really love it. If you would give it a share, if you would subscribe it onto whatever platform that it is that you're listening to, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Ciao. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water, you drown by staying there.